that that is so important, so key. It kind of flows into, you know, the question is, how do you stand? What, how in the world can you stand? How do I get to the point of, after I have done everything, how can I stand? How can I really make this thing work? And um, this is what we are going to be dealing with this morning as we talk about the whole idea of um, the reset button. button. I, um, and I, I told Don I take the responsibility. I just changed the, the title just a little bit. Instead of saying pushing the reset button, I said um, pressing the reset button. Um, that was a last minute uh, choice on, on my part. But um, we want to deal with that subject because I think that here's where a lot of us, if you haven't been there, you are. I, I had, I went through a, uh, a very traumatic time during this week. I saw a part of me that was so evil that had it not been for the Lord, I would not be pastor. I, um, I was working out at, I was working at, uh, um, at this company, um, and um, I think it's, it'll come to my, my mind right now, but what we did, we did with Pioneer National Title Insurance. I had a little room back there, and I worked with, the, um, with this machine, the copy floor, Xerox copy floor 11. Um, I knew it inside out. I could take it apart or whatever case, it was a big machine. It was responsible for su supplying uh, things for um, the, the courthouse and everything else. Meanwhile, there was a lot of folks that we dealt with, employees. To make a long story short, I don't know how this guy got into the room, but he had a relationship with one of the young ladies and he was very braggadocious and bragged about his doing uh, karate and et cetera, et cetera. For some reason, he didn't like me. Me, I'm there to make a living. You know, I wasn't there to, you know, be buddy buddies, but I don't know what was said. I'm trying to think carefully what I said or whatever it was. He was saying, and he had a lot of brothers too. <laughs> I felt like David, you know, I said, I said, now if he's taken down, now I have to write the brothers, you know. But he came toward me. I was working on, uh, I was getting these documents together, I had to get them out, and he came toward me, and he was angry. And he was coming toward me, and let's say that he was at that chair as he was talking. And I marked out in my mind, if he gets to this line, it's over. He does not have to throw a punch. He does not have to say another thing. If he touched that line, all of the training that I got in the service, I will take him down. I will kill him. When I fight, it's, I, I know what I was taught to kill. He got close to that line. And I said, God. I said, he's getting close to the line. 
I said, and I'm not going down. I knew the equipment around me. I knew the sharp equipments around me. And I knew how fast I was in my thinking. And I said, he made no variety. But I know a few other things for my, my, tra my training and service. And then the adrenaline, you know, how, how your, your adrenaline start going up. And let's say the lion was here, he got about right here. And he was and my eyes was on the lion. And at that point, the Lord spoke to me. And when he spoke to me, uh, he said, I don't care how you feel, don't do it. And what I did at that point, I, uh, I turned my back to him. I had to leave it to the Lord. That was the first time in my learning that just dawned on me this week. He taught me how critical it is that you learn how to press the reset button in your life. Many of you are in many places. Uh, you're, you're dealing with your health, you're dealing with families, you're dealing with finances, you're dealing with all these other things that comes your way. And God says, I got this. I knew you were going through this. Don't you act in your flesh. Press the reset button. Father, as we come this morning, as we look at your word, um, thank you that you taught me three things that I want to share with the congregation. That's just what's necessary to maintain our cool in difficult situations. And help us, Lord, to know that we have the power through Jesus Christ to do all things through him, not us, who strengthens us. In Jesus' name we pray. And all the saints said, amen. Pressing the reset button. When you press the reset button, then you find that the next thing that Jesus Christ comes on the scene. When you press the reset button, you're saying, Lord, help. One of the names of God is Jehovah Shammah. God is there. God is there. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, let's read together. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old have passed away. 
Behold, the new has come. Working definition, the act of reversing the present course of actions back to its original or more productive state. When you press the reset button, Another situation I ran into at, at uh, this time at the office was that, you know, you get on your computer, you're getting ready to work, I have a Windows 10, you know, and working on Windows 10, got up, it, it fired up and everything, and all I had to do was sign in. Tried to sign in, it wouldn't do anything. I said, okay, okay, all right, uh, okay. I said, well, maybe, I said, maybe I, I did the, maybe I put my name wrong, so I did it real slow with everything else, press it, they kept doing the same thing. I said, well, maybe if I turn it off and turn it back on. I turn it off, turn it back on. Press it, did the wrong thing. Same thing. I said, okay. I said, okay. I said, now, then the computer was telling me, every time you press me, this is what I'm going to look like. Okay. And I was saying, I want to get in there. And the machine was telling me, I'm not going to let you in. Okay, now, I can either take my computer out or whatever the case may be, but I have a second computer. My second computer, I go to YouTube. And I said, here's what's happening. And this foreign guy was saying, all these other guys had 10, 15 minutes of training. This guy gave me three minutes. I said, three minutes, here's what you do. Da-da, 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 da-da. I, I, I jotted down once I understood what he was saying. I jotted it down. I did it. And I have not had that problem since. I didn't throw away my computer. I didn't scream at it and say, I hate you. I just... Learn that there is a reset. All you need to do is what is know what to do and when and do it. Okay, and that's what I had I had to learn. And so, observation: all reset buttons will number one repeat that. Ready? Require a personal decision to be activated. Two. The moment that you press the reset button, whatever you press from that point on, here are the results of it. If you don't press it, you're going to keep going through whatever you're going through. When a person is continually angry and bitter, ah, la la, la la, la la, my question is, did you press the reset button? They said, what are you talking about? No. Did you know that every believer, not the world, don't, every believer has a reset button that they can push? Because God has called us to have perfect peace. And to have perfect peace, you can rejoice in the Lord what? Always. Again, I say what? Rejoice. And when you don't press the button and now you're going through these things, the saying in my house, suffer in silence. It won't happen until you press the button. Our aim to help us to make sure that we are effectively operating in the will of God, thinking it through. Every time a believer press, presses the reset button, he or she has remembered and embraced the fact that things will, will be, be better than before. It will be better than before. Repeat that to me. Every time I press the reset button, Things will be better than before. If, 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 you, if you just, 
if you just do that, why do you, why do you think that you go to the doctor? You tell the doctor all of these things, and then he gives you medicine or give you instructions. And what do you think he's doing? He's trying to get you to do something that resets it so that you will be what? Better than before. Then you go for a checkup to see whether you are better than before. They want to find out whether you are better than before. Because you, you see, when we, we think about this, uh, about this whole idea, we're going to get into the outline. But as we get into the outline, God had to set the reset button. Man sinned against God for the foundation of the world. God's judgment, you cannot sin against the holiness of God without his judgment taking place. And so God's judgment was all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But mercy said no. And it says, and God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And so what God did, he pushed, he pressed the reset button. Oh, but it wasn't pressed immediately. It wasn't pressed until Jesus said, it's finished. And when he died and they shed his blood, it was finished. And those of us who accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, God's, every time judgment would come our way, God says, no, it's better than before. <laughs> It'll never be like it was. It's better than before. I am so glad. I'm so glad that I had the Lord in my life. I, as I, said, I wouldn't be pastoring right now had that guy stepped over that line and Jesus didn't stop me. I thought I was a pretty good soldier. It's the wrong time to be at war. Wrong place. Didn't prove anything. I would have been, been, I would have had a record. Or did. Because I keep thinking I'm going to win. <laughs> the whole idea is this. I'm glad I didn't, I didn't go forward. And because I pressed the button, I'm better now than before. I was, I was pressured. I was angry. I, had all, I was tense. But oh, when I pressed the button. <laughs> So, so let me give you the, the, the outline. No, no, it says we should make sure that we have done uh, due diligence in pressing the reset buttons in our life. And there are at least three questions we should be asking. Okay, here's the first question. What is it? Are you listening? That's the first question that you should ask. Here's the second one. Am I resting? What is it? First, am I listening? The next one is, am I resting? Here's the last one. Ready? Am I being what? Refreshed, restored, and refocused. When, when I press the reset button, the first question I should ask is, am I listening? 
You see, some folks listen selectively. Selective. They, they, li they have selective hearing. Some will hear only a few sentences out of all that I have said, and others would have heard the whole sermon, at least one or two. But th the selective hearing is that you hear something that, you si that seems very important to you, and so you hear. And Jesus said, he that have an ear, let him what? All through scripture, all the way into Revelation, to keep talking about he that have an ear, what? Let him hear. Are you listening? Well, let's, let's, let's start off with the whole idea of am I listening? John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. There are three important things about being able to hear from God's perspective. One, receiving it by hearing. Two, responding to it by believing. And three, results being made because of the action taken. I hear it, I believe it, I do it. I hear, I believe, I do. The people, the Jewish people, they heard what the Lord was saying. Some of them didn't get past number two, believing. Because had they believed, the next thing is, will you do it? A lot of times, some of them, the reason that they wouldn't do it, like the rich young ruler, is because he had many riches. It's not that he had it, it had him. So he heard it. Oh, he believed it. He couldn't do it. He didn't push the button. And the Bible says, and this wasn't a parable either, and it says he walked away sad. He walked away never pressing that button. Why is it important to listen? Listeners are keepers of what has, has to be heard and received. See, when I'm a listener, I'm a keeper. See, when I'm, when I'm willing to listen, I'm willing to, uh, to receive it, and I'm going to keep it. I'm going to guard over it. The next thing, read that together. Ready? Listeners will be blessed. Only God does not bless people who don't listen. Show me in scripture where God blessed people who, are, who deliberately do not listen. He blessed the listeners. The moment that you decide to listen, you move out of the, of the uh, dull of hearing class to the listening class. The blessings are over here. Now, a lot of folks over here want all the blessings of the Lord. They pray and do all the dances. But those over here, they listen to the Lord and they retain the Lord, and the Lord says, you are set up for the blessings. See? Three, listeners have proven that they are in tune with the will of God. When I decide to listen to the word of God, when I decide to listen to what he's telling me, oh, there's a, see, he's telling each one of us different things. Some of us, he's telling us, there's some things you need to let go in your life, like right now. 
Each one of you, right? While I'm speaking, the Holy Spirit speaks, have taken you in your back room and beaten you up. Boom, boom. You know he's talking to you. Just do it, okay? So some of you, I don't know what it, what it is, but, the, but are you listening? if you're listening, then it says, here's what one of the things you need to listen to, and here's what you need to cut loose. This is what you need to cut loose now. Because the moment that you cut it loose, you operate in the will of God. When you, when you listen to God, then what happens is you're showing yourself obedient. Don't sing, oh, how I love Jesus, and you're not listening to him. So listeners have proven that they are in tune with the will of God. For listeners might encounter situations, but they are never devastated by its effect. Because I listen to the word of God, I may be in a very difficult situation that seems like there is no way out. You know what? God has a tendency to permit us to be in, that, in a situation like that. Sometimes you're in a situation where it seems like there's no way out. And then you stop, drop, and roll your problem over to the Lord. Take your burdens to the Lord and do what? Leave them there. And don't have to do the one of those bungee things, you know, you're going to pop over them back. No, just leave them there. And when I listen to the Lord, then the circumstances outside does not get on the inside. Oh, they have doctors to deal with folks when the circumstances start getting on the inside. You start talking to yourself and... Because you start, you start reasoning, you start bringing other folks into your problem. What you should have shared with God, you start sharing with other folks that cannot do a thing about your problem. And the problem solver is listening 24-7, 365. And so I'm, my, my concern right now, are you listening? Am I listening? Do you purposely listen to God? You know, in my car when I'm uh, doing some, uh, some uh, driving, I, I used to have um, CDs in. You know, and I'll turn on, you know, what the CDs does, they put your brain on hold, really. Because uh, if, it's, um, if it's music, then you know what's, which one is going to be on this particular track. And, you know, you're just going on this because you're on that particular CD. But when I turn on, like, Moody Radio, or I'm listening to some of these speakers and what have you, something is said that really speaks to my spirit. And I said, boy, I'm so glad I turned that on. The Lord said, yeah, good, because you were not only driving, you were listening. And when I say a person, a person grows when they listen. I've never seen a person grow mentally anything else without listening. And Simeon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing, but at your word, I will let down the nets. As for that in the good soul, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast, and in our honest and good heart, bear fruit. But he answered them, my mother and my brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. See, Simon said, Lord, I'm a fisherman. That's what I do. 
I've been fishing all night. That's the results. Non, but, but, but since you said it, Master, since you said it, I'm going to let it down. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm going to let the net down in the way. And you all know the end of the story. The net got so heavy, he had to call a little help there. You know, they didn't have coast guards at that point. He called his buddies to help him out. He had abundance of, notice, abundance of blessing come when you start listening. As for the good sources, they, they are those who are, get the, see what it says there? They are those who are what? Hearing the word. Hold it fast in an honest and good heart and do what? Bear fruit with patience. See what happened? They hear the, the word. They hold it fast. Now the results of it is there's productivity. You are abiding in him and in, in him and you. So guess what John 15 says? Whatever you ask, you got it. Why? Because you learn how to listen. I can trust you with the big things. You would not trust a person who does not listen to you. You're working with electricity. You say, now you hold this wire over here and I hold this wire over here and I'll do this and this. I, 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 did, I don't trust my brother-in-law. You know? So I always carry this little tool with me that tests electricity. And I, and I said, now Melvin, go down and cut off all of the electricity. I'm working on this little uh, thing on the outside, this little uh, beam on the outside to, to govern the, the, the lights and everything, the dimmer. And so he said, um, he said, okay, so he went down. I said, Melvin, did you turn it off? Yeah, I got it all off. You sure? Mm-hmm. I said, well, thank you very much. Took my little tester, Psst, that thing lit up. I said, Melvin, <laughs> you're trying to kill me. <laughs> turn it Turn, pull the whole, pull, pull the whole switch down. Pull the whole switch down just for a minute. Here. Just, just turn the whole switch off. And, you see, and that, that way, you got it? Uh huh. Okay, it's it's good now. He, he's he's listening. You know, folks will kill you if they're not listening. You want when you go to the doctor. You want the doctor to hear you. You don't want him saying, mm-hmm, yeah, well, mm, yeah, sure. Mm. Are you listening to me? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But see, they're on the clock, 15 minutes per patient and everything else. You know, you're running out of your time. So are you listening to me? I have headaches. I'm feeling dizzy and everything else. Are you listening to me? The Lord is saying, are you listening? Are you willing to listen? And if you're not willing to listen, what, what type of results are you expecting? Are you listening? Luke eleven twenty eight. But he said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Then this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to uh, Galilee. He went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son, for he was at a point of death. So Jesus said, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official said to him, sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, go to your son. Uh, your son will live. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. He didn't argue with Jesus anymore. And as he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. 
So he asked, asked them the hour when he began to get better, and they said to him, yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. The father knew that was the hour when Jesus had said to him, your son will live. Now, notice the results. And he himself believed, and what? All his household. The results of pressing the reset button is not only for my good. Others are looking at my life. Others are benefiting from my life. I have to make sure I'm listening to God and I'm pressing the reset button. And in pressing the reset button, God makes a difference. Let's read this together. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy. And blessed are those who what? And That's all the way in Revelation. That's all the way into the book of Revelation. Those, it says, blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written in it, for the time is near. God is getting ready to uh, wrap things up. And as he begins to wrap things up, it's important for us to have our life aligned with his. It's important for us to make sure that we're on target. There's, there's no way, and we'll have to pick up another time, there's no way, but notice this. It is a fact that you and I are listening, but the question is, to what, to who, what, and why? Oh, oh we're listening, but who are you listening to? What are you listening to, and why are you listening? See, a lot of times, even in constant, I got to find out what in the world they're listening, who they're listening to, you know, what are they listening to, and why? Because it's affecting their decisions. Whoever I listen to, it would affect how I think and act. Whereas well, a man thinks in his heart, what? So is he. And so the whole idea of the man of sin when he will appear, the whole issue will be lies and people will hear it and believe a lie listening the question is are you listening we need to ask the personal lord am i listening to what you're telling me about where i am right now in my prayer life how i'm living how i relate to others if it's aligned with the word of God, then when you, if not, then press the reset button. If you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. We're going to stop right here. We'll pick the rest up. I, won't, I don't want to overburden you. You don't talk so much and then all of a sudden everybody stop listening. Okay. <laughs> So since we're talking about listening, we'll stop here. Uh, no big deal. What I think so, see, you can't rest if you're not listening. See? So then I want to make sure, number one, that these three circles are really embedded in your mind. Lord, am I listening? 
If you're stressed out right now, if you find yourself bent in anger or something else is bothering you, the question is, how can you rejoice in the Lord always and be where God wants you to uh, and you're stressed out? And it might not be emotional. It might be a situational thing. I don't care what the situational thing is. And our congregation is going through a lot of, a lot of uh, things right now. I, I, I remember in the marriage class where we, uh, we talked about with parents, how we would be in a stage with dealing with parents, et cetera, et cetera. And now what I've said has become a reality because that's life. That's life. Where the sickness, just a number of things. Is just, then I, after, all, after a while, you find there's no longer parents. You're where your parents are. You're the oldest thing in the family line. <laughs> Don't go there. Okay, well, I'm just, I'm just simply saying. <laughs> you keep saying, mama, 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 then that voice, then there's no more mama. And all you hear everybody saying to you, mama, 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 grandpa, great grandpa, you know. And all of a sudden you say, uh-oh. And I come to realize, you know, in our family line, all of a sudden, I'm not uncle, I'm granduncle. Don't be called, come up to me with no granduncle, but hey, <laughs> that's life. Push the reset button and, and face up to it. It's better. <laughs> See? It, it, it's, I found out that when I learned how to press the reset button, it takes all the pressure off of me and put it where it belongs. Because what the reset button does, it permit what needs to happen flow through it. And when you don't press it, then the problem is not what's happening, it's what's not happening. So that I, my, my prayer is that, my prayer is that you walk out of this, 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 this place and you can rejoice in the Lord always. That God has freed up your spirit. And if there's anything that, that's keeping your spirit from not being freed up, find out what it is and press it. Set it straight. Say, how do I do that? In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall do what? Direct him. Cast all your cares upon him, and he shall do what? See? Thou shalt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is. Oh, you know the verses. Just press it. If you know where the button is and you know what it does, then why aren't you pressing it? What can I say or what can I do? I can't press it for you. And God won't do it for you. And it proves that you are an obedient child because it gives God a chance to show out. Amen. As we close this morning, maybe the Lord has been speaking to your heart. And there's a button or buttons that you need to press or haven't pressed yet. No. Um, 
And maybe today is the time to do that. I would like to pray for you. Why go any further? Why be something that you're not? You're not designed for. There's a lot of things that design. There's something that are not designed for pressure. God's children were not designed for pressure. And there's two types of pressure. There is intrinsic pressure and extrinsic. In other words, inside pressure and outside pressure. Outside pressure, we can control. God says, I got that. Inside pressure, if they're there, God says, no, you got that. Push the button. And whatever pressure that you're going through right now, at least if you acknowledge, acknowledge, Lord, there's a button I haven't pushed yet. The Lord won't put you down. He'll say, I'll help you. I'll help you. I'll help you. You're mine. We're eternally his. Eternally. Father, thank you for the saints of God. Thank you for our time together. Thank you for what you're going to do in each one of these lives. Help us to be good at our reflexes very fast. When we find that Satan is, is trying to tempt us, we press the reset button and resist. And he will flee from us. You mean the person who's caused such much, so much trouble in the world? Yes, all we have to do is resist in Jesus. So, Lord, I, I pray for each one to stand in and help me, Lord, to make sure that I practice what I preach. And may we, out of our being diligent, stay focused and functional. Out of our diligence, be a blessing to others, able to think clearly. Speak with authority, not braggadocious, but with authority and, and tender kindness. That can only happen, Lord, the closer we get to you. And there are others, Lord, who, whose life needs to be reset because they don't know Jesus. They don't know, Lord, the extreme of your judgment and how you hate sin and the, the magnitude of your mercy and grace and the magnitude of your judgment, Lord. And, and if they have not accepted you, they are on their way to experience it forever. Not because you are a loving God, but because you are a holy God. And there's some things that can, will not be able to reset because Jesus Christ has done it once and for all. Help them, Lord, to realize that they're a sinner that can't save themselves. And say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross of Calvary for my sins. And you rose again. Knowing that you shed your blood for my sins, thank you. Make me your child. Thank you for what you're going to do in these lives. 
and be careful to give you the praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. And all the saints said.